0: Listener Production. Markets took a breather on Friday following an unusually busy few days.
1: And find out what drove the market to have its worst week in 11 months.
0: Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Friday the 18th of August. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Laura, we're at the end of another extremely eventful week and it was a very quiet end.
1: Thank almost, goodness.
0: Almost completely flat. I know you won't agree with that. but um, it's <laughs> You still, know I'm
1: going to say we were higher today. Absolutely. Two points.
0: Yep, exactly <laughs> right. Do. Still ended up being the worst week in 11 months. We mm-hmm. hit a five-week low yesterday as well. But how did we do today overall?
1: Well, I think we've just basically covered it all off.
0: <laughs> Tell us more. Well, thank you for joining us. <laughs> See you on Monday. Give us a bit more detail, Laura. How did, we, um, how did we, the as 200 finish today?
1: Well, we ended up two points, which I've already, you already mentioned. mentioned,
0: and percentage points. <laughs> it
1: was less than a tenth of one percent. It's not worth mentioning. Zero
0: point zero three percent. We closed at seven thousand one hundred forty-eight.
1: Yes, thank you, thank you for finishing no that problem. off for me. I struggled to get it out today. I don't know what I'm so giggly about. It's, it's Friday. Friday. Okay, jinx. Anyway, in terms of sector performance, we had four of 11 sectors managing to lift. Mining and real estate stocks provided a boost. Utilities and healthcare rose as well, but telecommunications fell most sharply. We also saw those banks lower today as well.
0: I should also point out that what we'll do in today's session, because it is Friday, we'll take a look at you know how different stocks have done today. Then we'll obviously kind of review the, the whole week and then preview some of the main things to watch in the week ahead. So let's look at some key stocks today. Coles received a bit of attention. It wasn't the biggest mover. It fell about 2% or close to it. It warned that it's going to cost an extra $120 million to build out two new automated fulfilment centres. The One will be in Victoria. One will be in New South Wales. The one in New South Wales is going to kick off in 2024. But the Victorian one is going to take a year longer than expected to start operation. So that's going to be 2025. So I guess the goal long term is to try and lower costs to improve efficiencies and to remove human error. And I might get one of the larger chains to deliver stuff to me. And quite often I'm missing a tomato mm, or two. And I've had an extra bottle of full cream milk oh. in the shop as well. Some cereal. Mm. I've even tried kind of new recipes based on some of the random <laughs> stuff that I get in there. Like, Lentils sometimes, and oh. beans things like, things like that. so we'll wait and see what happens.
1: That's very interesting because I've never had food delivered to me, especially really? fruit and veggies. I just don't trust anyone else to pick it for me.:
0: Yeah, no, that's true actually. They tend I mean sometimes I'm you fussy, get though. Sometimes you'd, you'd get the not the best quality fruit and mm, veggies. I would depending assume who you so. go with, it just happens, you know, but um, anyway, coal shares down two percent today.
1: Immugene was today's worst performer by far, though, after completing a $35 million capital raise, which basically means they're trying to raise money to use towards doing new things in the business. In this instance, it will be to fund the license for a new cancer drug. So going to a great cause, but its shares fell 16%. But that's quite normal after an event like a capital raise.
0: An investment manager called Magellan was up 13% today. It was the best performer. It was still the first lift it's had all week, but uh, the market seemed to respond to some of the results it handed down today. So probably not the profits, which were down about 50%, so it halved, which was shy of many analyst hopes, but the focus was more on cost. And it's managed to cut costs, and it was quite optimistic about um, its outlook on bringing expenses down further in the coming year. Keep in mind, even though Magellan's up 13% today, it's shed about 90% of its share price since peaking in 2020 because of billions of dollars leaving the group. So it's had a pretty rough ride.
1: And they also announced a special dividend, which I think encouraged Mm -hmm. investors as well, despite those falls in their profits. Another one in focus today was Telstra posted its second day of declines after yesterday's full year results and also some target price cuts. So even though its results were pretty strong yesterday, investors did get stuck on news that it decided to keep its physical infrastructure unit, InfraCo, which it had previously planned to divest. In the opposite direction, though, Goodman Group performed well for a second day for the same reason its full-year results and also some target price lifts. Just quickly as well, worth mentioning, Ingham's was up to date again as well. Same reason, once again, we did have a lot of profit results come out yesterday and we can see movements in the days after those profit results come out. But I wanted to mention this one in particular because it was actually the best performer over the course of the whole week. It was up 19% this week.
0: Abacus Property was another standout today. It rose about 10%. Now, this is a a property group that owns commercial businesses and also, or real estate rather, and also self-storage businesses like Storage King. So they're, I believe, going to split at some stage in the future. They're in the process of getting that organized. But today it handed down its uh, results. Revenues were up. Profits also improved as well. So the market responded quite well to that.
1: So let's take a look at some of the drivers of this week. I like to take notes over the course of the week and write down the main things that happened there were quite a few so to start the week we started off with higher than expected producer prices over in the u.s so that would have been friday night that led us into monday morning that added to concerns about inflation so that started the week off on quite a rough note we also got some disappointing data out of china policy rate cuts from china as well we got jobs data here locally which fell more than expected they were down 14,600 and we were expecting to see a lift of 15,000. We also had plenty of earnings results and also hawkish comments from the Federal Reserve over in the US in their monetary policy meeting minutes, which had people concerned about interest rates, once again, which we keep blabbing on about.
0: Exactly. So there were many different drivers in different directions for markets, as Correct. you pointed out. So, really, the Concerns about China's slowing economy was a bit of a weight. It mm-hmm. hurt commodity prices. The news out of the US was a bit of a weight as well, just because of the risk of of more interest rate hikes. And the two things that really helped, the jobs that you said, and also the update on wages we had early in the week. So both of those have basically almost completely ruled out the chances of a rate hike in early September. So that was helpful. If it wasn't for those two, it could have been uglier this week. So we still fell... 2.6% over the past five days. So I've got to go back to like September, September. last year to get Sec- back to those type of declines.
1: The week ending on the 2nd of September, we were down at 3.9%. And that was the last time we were down anywhere near as much. Yep.
0: So property stocks ended up being one of the best performing sectors over the, the course of the week. They're quite interest rate sensitive, but we had, as you pointed out, a number of profit results out in that space as well. And healthcare stocks did reasonably well, and that had a bit to do with CSL, which handed down its results earlier in the week. It was one of the best. The rest of the market was all down, and materials because of China, and financials because of CBA trading ex-dividend.
1: Exactly right. You you wrapped that up very nicely. So overall, over the week, we only had two sectors managing to lift. So let's look ahead to next week. It's a little bit quieter here locally. There's only a few minor pieces of economic data coming out, but there'll be plenty of companies handing down their earnings results. The biggest, probably BHP, considering it's the biggest stock on our market.
0: It'll be very difficult to find a bigger one because <laughs> it's the largest. It is. It is easily the largest. It's like almost 10% of the market it's on massive. its own, which is crazy. So. Massive. Its results will be very important to, to watch. Absolutely, that's going to be on Tuesday.
1: We have plenty so, more though: A2 Milk, yeah. Coles, Woodside, Medibank, South32. I can't go through them all.
0: Yeah, Pilbara, Whitehaven. So there's going to be it's going Keep to be going. very very busy. Did you say Woolies and Coles? I think you already did. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be huge. It is one of the biggest weeks of the whole year for profit results. So that's going to be a driver. Very few. Updates locally, as you pointed out, but Mm -hmm. updates on manufacturing will be quite important overseas in the UK, in the Eurozone, and also in New Zealand, which is all going to be out on Wednesday. And Mm -hmm. there's a three day annual event called the US Jackson Hole Symposium, which happens around this time of year where some of the leaders in finance all get together and chat about stuff. Interesting
1: chats, you would assume. Interesting
0: chats. And it's in Wyoming, a very nice Mm -hmm. location to choose as Mm -hmm. well which you'd probably expect when all these powerful people seem mm-hmm. to meet up. It's in generally a nice location. And last time they met, the US market fell almost 7% in six days after a speech by the Fed chair Jerome Powell. So that's not something that always happens, mm. Laura, but you know, it's always very closely watch to see what he says in his speech
1: so that'll happen over the course of the tail end of next yep. week so that'll start from wednesday night yep. u.s time and then it will go over for two days so that could be market moving at the tail end of next week And i think that basically is the main things and we'll get into more detail next week lots to look forward to as per usual
0: absolutely we'll have an enjoyable weekend everyone and we'll do this again on monday
1: can't wait to chat next week
0: ciao